And that's the kind of heritage or the kind of philosophy that Eric has instilled is this, you know, you can make your own future. You can make the things that you want that you, that you feel is right. And that will always be there. Episode 65, March 2015. In this episode, Stephen B. Cook, partner and creative director at Eden Spiekermann, talks about Eric Spiekermann and his influence in the company, what other companies they get inspired by, mistakes and lessons learned, as well as what they try to achieve with every project. This episode is sponsored by the Draplin Design Company and Field Notes. How important is Eric Spiekermann for the identity of the company? I would say very important. Obviously, because we're different agencies, meaning that there's Singapore, there's Amsterdam, etc., his presence or his value varies. You know, in, in Amsterdam, of course, there's Edo and Hans and Rick and the other partners and Joost, and they have their own presence in the, in, the, in the Dutch market, and they have their own value in the Dutch market. But of course, Eric has value because Eric is known, and... Um, and that value is not to be uh, underestimated. Uh, Eric is, speaks at a lot of conferences and travels a lot and has lots of contacts. You know, he's been doing this for a long time. And so, of course, he has, there's a lot of value in, in his presence. So. And how does Eric's expertise in typography influence the rest of the company and its style? His expertise in typography influences our company um, substantially. I definitely believe as an agency we're, we're very attuned to type and the value of type and what type does in communications and in the design itself. And so I think that is strongly ingrained into our design culture, like our design thought and thinking or, or yeah, methodologies you might say. We're always, always taking the value of type uh, not very lightly. <laughs> I hope my next question doesn't sound aggressive or something. That's not what I mean. Um, but do you think Eric Spiekermann's heavy influence in that regard might be a possible bottleneck in the future once he's not that involved anymore? Uh, no. Um, why? Because Eric, my experience or feeling about Eric is Eric has, he didn't, well, my feeling is he didn't have the same strong hand as someone like Steve Jobs. Eric lets, of course, he gives his opinions, and of course, he has very valid and, and very good opinions and suggestions. But he's not so pushing the agenda or his agenda. Um, he lets the people do the things that they feel are, are the right decisions. And so this is actually the culture that is built. That's why I said we have this open culture where people can do things that they that they may not necessarily think uh, at other companies you would be able to do. Like example, we, we have a lot of people, uh, I'm also in charge of our communications and marketing of Inge Pikaman, and we have people writing blog posts who are sometimes even interns. And at any other type of design agency, or I wouldn't say any other, because that's a bad generalization, but by, at many, you may not have that opportunity. And that's the kind of heritage or the kind of philosophy that Eric has instilled is this, you know, you can make your own future. You can make the things that you want that you, that you feel is right. And that will always be there because as Eric has stepped out over the last few years because he's gone into retirement and, and, he, and he wants to focus on other things, that still lives on. 
Okay, everybody, my name is Aaron James Draplin. Just got done telling you about my whole life. Uh, the good, the bad, the gross, the ugly, the weird, the sinister, the awesome. And now you need to go to draplin.com and buy some killer merch. Draplin.com backslash merch and things that you need, right? Okay, you need to go there and look at this stuff. And then when you're done with that, you need to go to fieldnotesbrand.com and get some memo books. We'll ship them anywhere. If you're listening to this in Vienna, Austria, or Vienna, Illinois, hell, wherever that is, we will we'll ship them there too, okay? Fieldnotesbrand.com. You need these things. $9.95 for a three-pack. Would you pay for coffee today, right? Right, right? You need this stuff. So draplin.com, fieldnotesbrand.com, and uh, yeah. Those are the, those are the only two links you need in your life. There you go. Which other companies in the same field as Aiden Spiegelmann does your company look up to and get inspired by? Oh, that's um, that is a good question. I think there is on different levels. There's a lot of different companies that we look up to. If we want to talk about Design thinking or service design first names that come to mind are IDEO. If we want to talk about digital products and services, the first probably, there's a few that come to, to mind. One is no longer really an agency, but Tihan and Lux, huge in New York. And if you want to talk about branding agencies or agencies on, on that level, uh, you could talk about Wolf Ollens, of course. You can talk about Method. If you can talk about it, what grand mistakes did Eden Spiegelman do over its lifetime that you wish you would have avoided and learned from somebody else's experience? This might s seem a bit cliche, but I don't think we've made grand mistakes that... I don't think we've made mistakes in that, in that sense. I mean, of course, I think there are things that we have done that we should say, okay, well, how do we approach this differently in the future? Or should we do it exactly what's expected? Like the classic thing is like a pitch, right? We say we don't do pitches and that is true. We have done, uh, and, but on the other hand, we have done pitches. But how we approach this situation based upon a mistake or a lack of understanding is we've, we've changed our attitude towards that. And we don't do a, a pitch in a classical sense. Um, but but really a, a mistake, may, may, actually maybe a, I wouldn't call it a mistake, but I would call it a, a sidestep. Okay, and that sidestep was when we tried to think about applying organizational st structures to the agency here in Berlin. Um, I think we, we've made steps to try to create some sort of organizational structures that cluster designers or developers or different disciplines around one another in a, in a form that wasn't organic enough, that didn't, that didn't really truly give flexibility or, or growth potential for the people that work at Aiden Spiekermann. And that, that sidestep that we made allowed us to do the next steps that we do now. Um, we've sort of abandoned the classical ideas of clustering people based upon disciplines, and we've really concentrated and focused on clustering people based upon projects. We are a project business. That's the business runs about projects. So projects and clients are the determiners of who, or the determiner, determines who is working on what project and with what discipline. 
And mixing these teams properly um, gives fresh input, fresh ideas, uh, adaptive ideas to the client's demands. And, and thinking about that as being how we manage our structure has given us sort of a new perspective. It's opened us for new ideas about how people to learn and how people to adapt and how people to exchange within the organization. And I think that that is something we've learned from, if I look back. But a fa like failure in a classic sense, I, it's, I'm not saying we're at all perfect by any stretch of the imagination. I think we've probably made lots of mistakes, but I don't know. I have to think about that some more as well. That's a bit, that's a bit hard. What are the goals you try to achieve with every project and how do you get there? Consistently, I think our goal is to uh, deliver a result, a service, an idea, whatever that might be, a concept uh, that, that brings real business value for our clients, that brings our clients' customers closer to their product or service or whatever they might be doing. Achieving those goals is by creating an environment for our people to learn as much as they can and to understand as much as they can for our, from our clients and to encourage the creativity and the potential for people to learn as much as they can that actually then can help out our clients. I mean, I, I always look at our business, the design business, and talking general, not particularly, not talking about just visual designers or user experience designers, but just general designers. Our job is about experience And, and experience that comes through the knowledge that we learn. The more contact, the more information, the more projects you have done, uh, the more projects outside of dis different disciplines, the more places you've worked at, whether it be on client side or, or agency side, this experience gives us the advantage when we work with our clients because then we can compare and contrast these different experiences and successes and failures, et cetera. And then we can learn from that and then give that back to our clients because that's what they hire us in the end. They hire us in the end for us to d deliver something that they themselves can't do or think of due to whatever the limitations might be or whatever the situation might be. That's, that's to me what we do.